Welcome back, everyone. I have a good friend here from Wrestle Talk, my banjo to my kazooie. <laughs> I have Tempest. <laughs> We're recording this the day before we have the uh, the return of Quizzlemania. So this is very appropriate. I've had everybody in the office say, oh, say hi to Alex for me. And oh. yes, after meeting on Quizzlemania in such a, a virtual form, leading to us actually meeting in real life, back around to doing this in virtual form the night before Quizzlemania, it's all just full circle real nice. And I've been excited all day about doing this. How you doing, friend? I'm doing so good. I need to tell you, I'm doing better outside of a Quizzlemania atmosphere. <laughs> it is, I have to say, I love Quizzlemania. I love you guys. Please tell all the boys I said hello. I have so much fun doing Quizzlemania, but the amount of anxiety and stress that comes with Quizzlemania, and you've participated in it before, and you've also oh, hosted, right? I have, yeah. I hosted Quizzlemania back in like uh, September or October or something like that, I want to say. And yeah, I, I went and just started drinking beforehand and I was like, nah, there's these nerves just need to go away. I'll drown them first. So <laughs> I, I definitely get the feeling. Yeah, I would much rather prefer hosting a Quizzlemania than... Uh doing a Quizzlemania. So that's my audition tape in my ask to please let me host Quizzlemania. <laughs> I mean, I don't know when we'll do the next uh, like Zoom version, virtual Quizzlemania, because mm -hmm. they're pretty much all going to be uh, live and in person nowadays. But uh, if we ever do them again, possibly for the last one of the year, I don't know. But I will definitely throw your name into contention to host it because it's always fun. You never know what you're going to get when you host Quizzlemania. Yeah, just like throw me up on a TV like Space Ghost, coast to coast, like, <laughs> and just let me host it via my bedroom, I guess. <laughs> oh, you, you've got the, the decorum behind you to be the most, uh, the most appropriate host that we could possibly have for Quizzlevania. None of us have, have, have such a, a nice setup behind us, no matter how much we try. All of our jam, that you've, jam paraphernalia. Yeah, you've got the jams, though. So many jams. I got, well, there's a, a belt, and there's one of these, and there's one on my arm. <laughs> they're they're everywhere. Yeah, but you're missing the jammy dodgers. Oh, my God. I need more jammy <laughs> dodgers in my life. I, I have gone into so many friends' chats that are not British, have no idea what I'm doing, and just spamming the jammy dodger emotes that you can get at Holly Likes Games 13 on Twitch because hey. they are the most perfect cookie. And I didn't know just how much I was going to fall in love with them because I didn't know what they were before I came here. But I know now, and I can't ever possibly live without them again. I love them. That was, like, all I lived on when I was in the UK by myself. I just went to get some jammy dodgers. I had like a stack in my hotel room too. So mm -hmm. I miss them, but I recently found them at uh, Wegmans over here, but then they're sold out. I only got them once. Yeah. I miss it. Was it was a tease. It... it was just to let you know that they do <laughs> exist over there, but you'll never get them again. Uh, I know, listen. If I were to ever participate at a WrestleMania match and it was a jammy dodger on a pole match, I would win. <laughs> There's nothing stopping you from winning that match. 
Anyway, that's my pathetic segue onto WrestleMania predictions. It is this weekend. How are you feeling? Where are where are you in the hype scale? One to ten. Uh, one to ten, I would probably say like an eight or an eight point five or something like that. It's pretty high. I'm not gonna lie. The build to WrestleMania, I think, has been fairly lacking for most things not involving the bloodline. There have been some exceptions. I think like the Mysterios thing has turned out pretty well, all things considered. The triple threat IC title match, I'm really looking forward to. I don't know if they could have done anything to make me not look forward to that match. But otherwise, I think a lot of the different matches have been kind of uninspired with their builds. But that being said, I was saying in the office today, just looking at the card, and I was like, oh, wow, like Edge and Finn Balor and Hell in a Cell, that's going to be pretty good. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, that's going to be great. That IC title triple threat, that's going to be great. The men's four-way tag, that's going to be great. And all of a sudden, I'm looking through the entire card, and I was like, there's not very many matches here that I think have a potential to miss. So... I don't know if we might end up with like one of the better WrestleManias in recent years, but I think it definitely has the potential. I I agree too. I'm pretty, I think I'm an eight as well. There are a few matches that I'm looking forward to. Very excited to see Trish and Lita wrestle mm-hmm. again. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for a few matches. I think that this has the potential to be one of like, the best WrestleManias recently, I would agree with you. Like the last best WrestleMania was 35. Yeah. That was like a fan favorite WrestleMania. They listen to us for once. <laughs> we'll give the fans everything <laughs> that they want. It's just going to take a, a day and a half to watch all of it. Oh my Lord. Oh yeah. My I, to- I totally agree <laughs> with that, that it's been a while. Like the last couple WrestleManias, I think on the whole have been pretty good, but I think this is going to end up being a real example of like when people look back at like Sasha and Bianca, for example, no, I say that some people still do, but everyone tries to forget how horrible the build was to that match. And they just remember how amazing the match itself was. I feel like that's hopefully going to be the case with like both the women's title matches on this show. If Charlotte and Rhea can go out there and tear the house down ditto with Asuka and, and Bianca. There's so many matches that people will hopefully just forget that the build wasn't that great if the match itself delivers. And I think so many of the matches on this show have the potential to deliver. I agree. And I think that after watching raw last night, Cleaning up the Bianca Belair and Asuka booking with those video packages helped a lot going into this weekend. They were great. Yeah, it was like they kind of knew that the actual booking of that feud hasn't really been anything to highlight. So they just showed a bunch of recaps of look at when Asuka was really, really cool in NXT and how great (laughs) she is hyping her up over the long period of time as opposed to whatever they've been doing with her and Bianca in the time in between. But I think that match just is going to absolutely bang all the, all the women's matches on the show. I think really have that potential. I'm really, I was at first like really wondering why they didn't swap the challengers for the women's title matches do Rhea and Bianca and then do Asuka and Charlotte. And I think that would have worked as well. And maybe I'm a little bit peeved just because the they never got into the emotional crux of the story with Rhea and Charlotte the way I thought they would. But still, I think any combination of those four could result in just amazing matches. And again, that's ultimately what I'm hoping for all the matches on this show. Like, 
I think they've done a really good job making a card full of potential match of the night candidates. And it's just whether they all get time and make sure that the shows are well paced and that sort of thing. But you know, forget about that. I just want to get excited about each match being like <laughs> five stars and amazing. Man, I was saying the same thing after the Royal Rumble, though. Like, they should have switched it because Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair have such deep history with each other mm -hmm. from NXT. And then Charlotte and Asuka, I am, like, feral over that rematch. I need it at <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But again, like you said, I absolutely agree. The Bianca and Sasha match, the main event at WrestleMania uh, 37. I don't remember the coexisting storyline yeah. that was going into it, but I definitely remember the match because it was a fantastic moment in WrestleMania history. So with that being said, maybe we should forget about the booking heading into this weekend. Who knows? And let's... Lock in our predictions. Okay, so let's start with the women's Fatal 4-Way Showcase with Raquel Rodriguez teaming up with Liv Morgan versus Sh Shotzi and Natalia versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. How are we feeling? This, well, this to me is what my good co-host tag partner house of the black mask co-host sat in yangi and i have been calling the tag team amnesia match because it's a <laughs> bunch of people that seemingly can't remember who their tag partners are there's a lot of makeshift teams here that i don't really care too much about i think if i'm to give a prediction for this match i do think that ronda and shana will probably get the win here just because they're the one that feels like an actual established tag team amongst them. I know Sat has been pitching for a while to have this be the moment where Raquel and Liv Morgan do their split and Raquel could possibly go heel as another potential challenger on SmackDown. I think that works a lot. I don't think that that works if they were to win this match, and I don't see either of the teams of Shotzi, Natalia, or Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville winning in that case. So if I'm going to go in any particular direction, it's going to be Ronda and Shayna, but... It's unfortunate. I don't think this build has been, uh, I mean, there's really been no build. It's all just kind of in qualifying matches and things like that. If anything, it's just been Shayna and Ronda being like, haha, we've broken all of you. And now we'll do it again at WrestleMania, which fair enough. But I mean, the women's division on SmackDown hasn't been the strongest point of that show in the last year, really. And I think it's kind of shown in the build to this match. I'm hoping it can be good, but unfortunately, I do think this is like probably the match I'm least looking forward to on the show just because there hasn't really been anything there. Mm -hmm. I agree. I'm not looking forward to this match <laughs> at all. But Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, I think, will... Um, win and i just wish this match had the tag titles because i feel like if they this match right. had the tag titles it would give it a little bit more depth right yeah right like i i don't need every single year to be a rehash of like some three or four way tag match for the tag titles or something like that because ultimately you look at a, a mania like 35 that had the usos defending their tag titles in like a four way and the women's tag titles being defended in a four-way. And it feels like this mania is kind of a mishmash of that, where they've got the four-way tags, but nothing on the line for them. And this mm -hmm. is a match where I feel like the women's tag could be on the line 
if they wanted to just like replace the Shotzi, Natalia, Chelsea Green, and Sonya Deville tag teams with damage control and either Becky and Lita or Lita and Trish or whoever, whatever combination of those, you know, teams they wanted to put the titles on in that case. The men's one is another deal because obviously the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I think, deserve their own two-on-two tag match that needs to be separate from that and that analogy. But I do think this match would have benefited greatly from some added stakes being involved. Yeah, for sure. And last night it was announced uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville won the qualifier match and they moved on. For a while, though, I thought the Bellas were going to come back. <laughs> well, the, the the Garcias, you mean now? Oh, the Garcias. Sorry, sorry. The Garcias. The Garcias. Sorry. Maybe who, they should have came out with the Garcia. Who knows? who knows? I I don't know. Maybe Birdie will zip line down to the <laughs> ring. <laughs> and, and just justice for the Garcia family. <laughs> what a WrestleMania entrance. Oh, what a ride. Um, so let's move on to the fi- Fatal 4-Way showcase with the men, which is the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders versus Ricochet and Braun Strowman. I think going into this, I would love to see the Street Profits win, but maybe I think they're leaning more to Ricochet and Braun Strowman winning. But who knows? I feel very similarly <laughs> in regards to this one. This match I am looking forward to a little bit more just because I think it has the potential to have like the quality of in-ring work be pretty high. I was a little bit peeved early on where this match, again, didn't have any stakes involved. This showcase match, I was like, well, what's the point? you know? And then I just kind of talked myself off of that ledge, started looking at it more as like kind of that preliminary match on like a big New Japan show type deal where they just have basically all the extras thrown in there to just have a great match and everybody hit their finishers one after another and it's big and it's exciting and i think that's what this could be i'm exactly dead center with you that i wish that this could be the street profits big wrestlemania tag win moment and i still think it might be i do think like initially my brain does go to this being where Braun Strowman and Ricochet can have like a WrestleMania moment type deal. But I will again, I'm bringing up WrestleMania 35 a lot in these analogies, it seems. But it's I go a great back to WrestleMania, though. It's a really good WrestleMania. <laughs> and on that WrestleMania, that four way tag they had for the tag titles, I know a lot of people, myself included at the time, were looking at that as being like, oh, well, this is a really good opportunity to give Aleister Black and Ricochet a big win because they're just new on the main roster and. You know, they just had their great match in NXT the night before and various things like that. But they went with the Usos because they were the team, the established team that needed that big win. And they deserved like a moment at WrestleMania. And I look at the teams involved here and I think the Street Profits could get a similar win here. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a lock that Strowman and Ricochet are going to win. It does kind of... I see that, and I think WWE booking-wise, that is kind of what they'd like to do, especially because Braun Strowman came back in the last year and stuff like that. But I don't know. If I'm putting my pick down, I think the Street Profits are going to win this one. I think in terms of WWE booking, uh, whoever doesn't have a tag team name is going to win. Yeah, that's probably (laughs) fair. Why is that a curse? I don't know why. I don't know why. I didn't do it. (laughs) So (sighs) I didn't do anything. But it seems like 
I don't know. I think in our heart of hearts, the Street Profits deserve this win. Uh, but I am looking forward to a good match. Uh, what they displayed last night on Monday Night Raw was a lot of fun to watch. So, again, yep. I think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these type of matches. I mean, I think every WWE TV show needs to have like a, an eight man tag or a six, a six, a trios match or or whatnot, because they're just a recipe for success. It's always like the best match that WWE will put on their television show each week. And having each of those very talented teams going into a big four way match hopefully fingers crossed being given plenty of time. Like if this was like a 12 to 14 minute match of just nonstop action, I think this has the potential to be one of the best matches of the whole weekend. Yeah. Depending on which night it is and where it is on the card, I definitely yeah. think it'll steal the show for sure. So let's move on to Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. I am really looking forward to this match. <laughs> I am too. I am too. It's just funny. Like, I wouldn't have guessed that, like, the, the Dominic Mysterio match would be one of the ones I would be, like, really looking forward to at WrestleMania. But I think they've done a really good job with the Rey and Dominic build to this match. Like, I've said on the SmackDown podcast here at WrestleTalk a number of times recently that, yeah, I think maybe they held off the payoff for this, like, maybe a couple weeks longer than I would have personally, just because I was getting tweets from people saying, like, I'm I'm tapping out, I'm done, Rey Mysterio is being made to look like a bitch, etc. And it's like, yeah, I understand. And I agreed with that. You know, I think I probably would have had that moment come maybe a week or two earlier as well. But if I look back at the whole thing, step back and examine the picture, I have to say this has been like a really solidly booked build to WrestleMania for this match, like this undercard match. And it's one of the ones where when I'm airing my grievances and, and presenting my gripes with how WrestleMania has been booked, I can't really lump the Mysterios match in this with the other ones that I think they've dropped the ball on. I think this is going to be one of the better – well. I don't know how good the match is going to be. I'm hoping for the best. If anything, Dominic will really have his working boots on to wrestle his dad. This is, you know, the big match. I can't imagine either person at this stage in their career caring more about another match than they would about this one for personal reasons. So hopefully that means that the match itself is going to be the best that it can be. Who wins it? I don't know exactly. It depends on whether they want this to be like the end or if they want to build and have another match down the line, possibly like mask versus hair or something like that, and potentially have that be Rey Mysterio's swan song. I think that depends. That will dictate who I think is going to win this one. But I don't know. I think in my predictions, I said Dominic. So I'm going to have to stick with that. Uh, I think my prediction for this match on who the winner is going to be is the WWE universe, because <laughs> I feel there's a lot that you can play around with with this match in terms of um, the WrestleMania weekend. Rey Mysterio is going into the Hall of Fame. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing if Dominic or the Judgment Day interrupts his Hall of Fame uh, moment. There's also so much more that you can play with uh, in terms of you know, again, the Hall of Fame moment when they bring out the stars at WrestleMania, he could come out, get into the match. Uh, Dominic can attack him somehow. I don't know. I wish, you know, back in the day we had the custody 
<laughs> ladder match. <laughs> Maybe this should have been like an emancipation ladder, ladder match because it seems like Dominic wants nothing to do with his family because he is in the cult of the Judgment Day. <laughs> but I think we're all going to win. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people pitching, or I don't know how much this plays into it now, because a lot of people's theory when it was how is Ray finally going to be goaded into this match, they were saying have Dom beat up Conan at the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think it's just like a final thing to get a little bit more heat. I think they absolutely could do that, and it would still be awesome. Ah, I'm really looking forward to this match. I didn't think that I would, but they got me. Yeah, I think a year ago I would not predict that I would be looking forward to a Dominic Mysterio WrestleMania match, but it shows how much he's grown with the guidance of his dad and uh, the Judgment Day as well. And he's putting in that work and he's finally getting crowd reactions too. So I'm really looking forward to just seeing how this match plays out and just having fun watching it. He's not getting go away heat anymore. He's getting Mm -hmm. like real heat. And he's had enough moments where, like, yeah, early on, he was really kind of struggling with some of those heel promos, needed Damian Priest help to just kind of, like, get him through things. And I don't know if after Clash of the Castle, you could have told me that I would be excited about this match come WrestleMania. But here we are. And having just seen Dom go out on Raw last night and say, like, what kind of man hits his father? I was like, you are a perfect, <laughs> perfect little dickhead heel absolutely and him going and crashing the restaurant and asking for their finest chicken fingers like he is an entertaining dude right now i just hope that the match can can carry that kind of quality man i agree even last night when he said that he wished eddie was his dad oh man i i hope that dominic mysterio comes out in like eddie inspired gear Mm-hmm. for wrestlemania because that would just be the cherry on top this is long-term oh. storytelling from when yeah. he was a baby <laughs> it, it would be tough because i'm sure something like this would get get him a more baby face reaction but what if he came out in like a low rider oh that'd be pretty sick you know what i mean <laughs> There's one episode of SmackDown that I'll never forget. I don't know if Ray was with him, but maybe Ray was with him. But Eddie came out in the lowrider and he had a very old camcorder. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know the Slightly, one you're talking about. Yeah. I want Ray I want Dominic to come out with that and maybe Damian Priest has the cam recorder. <laughs> I don't know. Something. I need oh. more callbacks. That'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, I want I want some fun entrances for this. I mean, Rey Mysterio is obviously going to have something superhero inspired. Inspired. I don't know what that's going to be because I mean, I don't think he's coming out as Shazam or Black Adam, given how well those movies have done this year. Ooh. But, well, I don't know. We'll see. There's, I'm really excited to see their outfits and their entrances and everything. This should be a fun match to look forward to. Yeah, I think he's just gonna when he's on the platform, he's just gonna go higher and higher. Like yep. he's gonna actually shoot up to the nosebleeds <laughs> and then land down. That's oh, what should knees, happen. His knees can't handle something like that. Superhero oh, landing, yeah. it makes it all better. <laughs> he can learn a thing or two from Ricochet. I'm sure he can. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so Intercontinental Championship match: Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. This is a big, meaty oh. men meet hoss match. Yeah. Yeah. 
This I'm definitely well has the potential to steal the show. This has like the potential to be WWE's match of the year. Like mm. this. Oh my god. I mean, everybody saw the Clash of the Castle match, you know, and we know how great these guys are. Walter has been so incredible as Intercontinental Champion. He is the kind that of guy that like is actually doing the work to bring the prestige back to the Intercontinental Championship and stuff. Because, like, who has talked about who's going to win the Intercontinental Championship more than, like, where we're at right now? In terms of this match, this might be where I lose some people because I don't think it's time. I don't think Gunther loses the match. I think he retains the title here and continues on. I don't because... He's still got a long way to go before he breaks the honky tonk man's record. Like I know some people kind of talk about it. Like it's kind of just around the corner or something like that, but he's still got like five and a half months before he's going to break that record. So it's not going to be like another two months and lose it at money in the bank or something like that. If they're going to go that direction. But I really do think that they should. I really do think that if ever you're going to break that record and have a new longest reigning intercontinental champion, this is the guy and this is the reign because I don't think people are ever going to get tired of it with how awesome the matches are. I think this is going to, if I had to put money on one of these matches being the best match of WrestleMania weekend, I think it's going to be this one. And I think that there's going to win. I agree. I would also put money into this match if I wasn't broke as hell. However, <laughs> I, I agree. I think Gunther's going to win this. I predict that he will. I think he needs the win a little bit more, just more so of like a little bit more establishment on the main roster. And it would really be a good uh, shine for him to beat the honky tonk man's record. And I just don't think it's, it's time to lose that title from him. Like I actually am starting to care about the intercontinental championship because of him. Although rest in peace, the white stripe belt, the strap belt, it was my favorite, my favorite mm -hmm. of all time. Uh, but yeah, definitely potential match of the weekend, match of the year. Gunther's winning. Sorry, Drew. Sorry, Seamus. You guys can drink a Guinness after the show. It's <laughs> it's it's tough, right? Because everybody's looking to when Seamus is going to win this title because it's it's part of his character now that he wants to be Intercontinental Champion, and I think that that is going to come. I just don't think that this is the moment, mm -hmm. and I don't know when you have that moment necessarily because you know eventually it's got to come, but. I just think there's more runway for, for Gunther to be Intercontinental Champion right now. I've also pitched like the potential of him losing the title at Money in the Bank to Pete Dunne here in London because I think that would be really cool. And if they wanted to do like Cody and Walter for the, uh, for the top title at SummerSlam, that would be good timing-wise to make something like that happen. But either way, I think that for the rest of the spring, I think you're still looking at Gunther as Intercontinental Champion. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So I need to talk about the Hell in a Cell match. Edge versus mm -hmm. Finn Balor. Uh, I am predicting shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Slight shenanigans from the Judgment Day. But I'm really looking forward to Finn Balor bringing back the demon yeah. for this match. On paper, this match definitely has the potential to be really great. 
I feel very similarly because I had to talk through this and everything. And I mean, Luke Owen is just sick of the Edge and Judgment Day feud thing they've got going on. And fair play, it's been going on for a whole year. I get that. But I just go back to the match that Edge had with Seth Rollins inside Hell in a Cell at like Crown Jewel 2021. And that was an awesome, awesome Hell in a Cell match. Like one of the best Hell in a Cell matches we had gotten in a long time. And I think we have very much the opportunity to see a match of a similar caliber on this show. I do think that there's potential for some wackiness to occur in this match that we didn't have in that one. Depends on how sports entertainment they want to get with the demon and everything. Because mm. I saw a quote, because uh, Edge did a did an interview with some people on uh, one of the Canadian sports channels that I, I follow, where he's just like, Oh, I've got a bunch of really wacky, stupid ideas. I don't know if they're going to let me do them. And I was like, oh, God, what are you planning? What are you planning? <laughs> you crazy old man. Like he wants to do like fire or thumbtacks or something crazy like that. And maybe it'll help make the match that much better. But yeah. I think there is a world where they overthink this a little bit. And I hope <laughs> they don't because Edge is my favorite guy of all time. I'm really hoping that for like one more WrestleMania match, potentially, who knows? This is probably his last WrestleMania match, if I had to guess, that he goes out with an absolute bang. I think this absolutely has the potential to do it. And they're bringing back the old cage, the not red stupid cage. If oh, I can, thank if, God. If I can believe the reports I've seen on Twitter today, <laughs> they're bringing back a metal looking cage and it doesn't look like a milk crate. And that is probably the thing I'm most happy about. All WrestleMania things combined this week. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that I can kind of be able to see the Hell in a Cell yeah. match just a little bit even though it's difficult to see through a steel cage match depending where you are unless mm -hmm. I guess when you're in if you're in the nosebleeds it would be very hard for you to watch and see that unless they take it up to the Hell in a Cell like up yeah. on top that'd oh, be pretty Lord. sick uh, uh we'll see but protect I'm my very <laughs> protect his neck um but I'm curious to see what a demon version like Judgment Day looks going into this. An element that it would be fun to play with in a Hell in a Cell match against Edge. I, I know this is probably crazy to say, but I really want to see a callback to the table lit on fire and Edge spearing Finn. That is just a weird fantasy that I really want to play out. <laughs> There's a lot of things they could play with here. And I talk about Edge wanting to go out with a bang with his potentially last WrestleMania match. On the other side, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Finn Balor can do at a WrestleMania with kind of the shackles released. Because he had mm -hmm. a really good opener at WrestleMania 34 with The Miz and Seth Rollins for the IC title. But otherwise, he's not been given anything to work with at wrestlemania his one demon entrance at 35 against bobby lashley that match was like two minutes long nothing to work with there so having a full elaborate demon entrance at wrestlemania for a big featured match that hopefully should get plenty of time i think finn balor could go out there and have like the wrestlemania match i've always hoped that he would have He's another one of my favorite guys. He was my OG NXT favorite guy. So I'm hoping that after almost a decade of waiting, we're finally going to get to see Finn Balor have the WrestleMania entrance and match that I've always wanted him to have. 
Yeah, dude, hopefully, because I feel when they try to bring the demon back for Finn Balor, they try to reinvent his character and it just never plays out. Uh, this again, this has the potential to do it because the Judgment Day is hot right now. And mm-hmm. if he brings back the demon, like we all miss the demon, like you said, that he was the greatest part of NXT back in the day when he was champion. Miss those days. I miss those days so much. <laughs> but in terms of the winner, I I would love to see Finn win. I feel like again having that WrestleMania moment coming out, having this spectacular match against edge and getting the win i feel like he needs it Mm -hmm. i feel like there's a very strong chance that he does walk away with this one with a win at the same time just because of what they did to beth phoenix at uh, extreme rules last year and we haven't really gotten that moment well i say that they did win at uh at elimination chamber so there is that i suppose but i feel like edge could also use like the final stamp put this storyline to bed and the feud type babyface win and whether we get that here or not i just would rather see this be the end of their feud so whichever way we can do this match with these guys kind of putting it all to rest i think is probably the best course of action but i Probably would have to predict Edge if I was going one way or the other. Ooh, we're butting heads. It's the first one. We've made it <laughs> a half hour into this show without disagreeing so far. <laughs> For now. Uh, mm. <laughs> let's move on to a match that is very interesting. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. I This match definitely has the potential to be a great athletic match. I mm-hmm. hate to admit it, but Logan Paul is actually kind of good at this wrestling stuff. I did so see annoying, the interview. It? It's so annoying. I hate it. <laughs> I actually hate it. But that's also the beauty of wrestling is that because you hate it so much, it's actually working, you know, and it's yeah. actually like his character is working. And like, you know, when you have a celebrity coming in to wrestlemania they're usually the baby face right they're usually face so to switch it all around to have him coming in as a heel seth rollins is over like rover right now um it's gonna be a fun match i feel like this match has the potential to be as fun as the sammy and johnny knoxville although i had a blast watching that match Mm -hmm. um but it is gonna be very athletic and i did watch did you see becky lynch during her interview when she just completely turned down Logan Paul. She was like, I don't know who the hell the Paul brothers are. I don't think they deserve to be in this industry at all. Just talking about how like I wrestled 300 blah, blah, blah days and I bring my child with me on the road. You wrestle two days and you vlog most of the time. I think that's hilarious. I would love to see Becky Lynch come out and just give him a low blow too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This, I think honestly, this is like my sleeper pick to be like the best match of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's it is wild because like I was the guy who when I sat next to the lovely Pete Quinnell, this tall, this tall, lovely little Pete Quinnell, and he was blowing a gasket about them booking Logan Paul and Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel last year. I was like, yeah, but the match is going to be amazing, and then it was. It was really really good, and. <laughs> I see this match. Seth Rollins is arguably like the best in-ring guy that they have in WWE right now. In terms of wrestling this like 
high work rate, athletically paced match, you're not going to get a better guy than, than Seth Rollins at that top level. And putting him in the ring with Logan Paul, who is just an unbelievable athlete and appears to be taking to this at a rate that we have not seen in a very long time, I think that there's a chance that this is like the best match of the weekend. It kind of chokes me up to say that, but I hate it. Oh I hate my it. goodness. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this one though. I think Seth Rollins does win this. I think Seth Rollins deserves like a big WrestleMania win because he hasn't really had one in quite a while. Since 35, he hasn't won a WrestleMania match. So this would be a good time to kind of rehabilitate him a little bit. And you said it like last night on Raw. He was so over. I couldn't believe just how over he was. It was like a confidence, a swagger about him now. And all the people singing his song. It helps that the song's really over. But they were hanging on his every word. And I can't wait to hear WrestleMania singing along to that song with him as a baby face when they're like supposed to sing along. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be one of the highlights of the whole weekend. I can't wait to see what he wears. Lord knows the man's going to go nuts. And I I think this match is going to kick ass. I think that, one, the the song, the Seth Rollins song, is so loud in a small arena. Small arena, like a Barkley Center yeah. compared to like a, a SoFi uh, yeah, An arena stadium. as opposed to a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be very, very loud. Um, I'm also really hoping that Seth Rollins does have really, really, really good gear. He has not disappointed so far. I'm hoping that he kind of comes out in like a Bob Mackie share Oscars kind of get up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know that a lot of people watching this may not know that reference, but Google it. <laughs> it's a great outfit. It's like the, the showgirls outfit that she kind of wore to the Oscars. <laughs> um, that's just like my little, my little personal thing that I want. I want Seth Rollins to win because usually when a celebrity comes, the celebrity wins. I mm -hmm. think Seth Rollins should win uh, this one and humble Logan Paul. Ugh, I just hate that he's <laughs> part of WrestleMania. <laughs> I think they can get away with it now with him being like under contract where he doesn't need to be the one who's coming in to like get the WrestleMania shine. Like, oh, I'm coming in to, to win a match and be on SportsCenter or you know, TMZ or whatever the case is, he can go in there as just a WWE star and put mm -hmm. a guy over and have a really good match and then win another match down the line. I think that all works out, and I hope to see Seth Rollins beat him. I hope so, too, bud. I hope so, too. <laughs> um, damn, we have still so many matches. <laughs> two nights, <laughs> baby. Through. There's two nights of this show. Two, two nights. So do you prefer two nights or one night of WrestleMania? I think I do prefer it this way. Like, yeah, it is kind of like your whole weekend taken up, but I just don't think I could ever go back and deal with, like, another WrestleMania 35 that was, like, seven and a half hours long. It was just, it got to the point where it was so tedious. I think there is a perfect world in which you can have WrestleMania be one night and be four hours long, and it's just a great little com compact show with an hour pre-show, and that's it. If my options are you have a seven and a half hour version of WrestleMania 35 or two nights evenly paced with good matches on both, I'll, I'll probably take that one. Yeah, I prefer two nights as well. But it is it's so I I experienced two nights last year 
And then mm-hmm. the last WrestleMania I attended was WrestleMania 35. Mm-hmm. It was, I'm telling you, it was a, it was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> Getting out of WrestleMania, yep. it poured on us. It was awful. Uh, but last year, it was great. It was kind of surreal to go into the same stadium the next day and experiencing mm-hmm. a WrestleMania because that feeling of you know, going to your WrestleMania, like a first WrestleMania or even the second WrestleMania and just having that experience for one night and then letting it die, but then coming back and then going back and then coming back. I like it. I don't want a 10 hour WrestleMania as well. I don't, I don't want it. It's tricky. Never been to WrestleMania. So like, I don't have uh, that. Yeah. I've never been, I've never been to a mania. Um, hello, WrestleTalk. Please send Tempest to a WrestleMania. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, I should have thought what? of that before I flew across the ocean. Yeah, yeah honestly. I don't know, at some point, <laughs> but it's weird. I don't have that like live experience to compare it to one way or the other. <gasps> okay. A petition to get you out for the Philly next year. I've been to Philly. I would enjoy that. WrestleMania 40, yeah. WrestleMania L. Let's go. Yeah, dude. WrestleMania L. Oh, man. <laughs> They're oh, bringing man. numbers back. I can't wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a huge L. But then what if the WrestleMania is an L? I don't know. Yeah, anyway. It's so... appropriate. It works <laughs> yeah, out that way. We maybe can meme on the... it forever. Yeah, exactly. It'll be the worst WrestleMania since 30... or 27, actually. Mm, Ooh, we'll bad. get to that in a second. <laughs> But speaking of someone who participated in WrestleMania 27, John Cena versus Austin Theory for the United States Championship. I I want John Cena to win because I he's in Hollywood and he's a busy man and he took some time out of his schedule. Uh, and how cool would it be to have Peacemaker be the United States champion? Ooh, I hadn't even thought of it that way. Yeah, that's fun. That's real fun. I don't know that he's going to just because, again, like I think he's been on TV, what, like once in this build, you know, so I find it difficult to believe that he would be back in any sort of capacity to to defend this thing at all. As much as I would like to see it is unfortunately is kind of like another one of the matches that I'm less looking forward to about WrestleMania. I'm not like the biggest Austin Theory guy. I think he, he has had good matches. He can have good matches. I'm not especially drawn to him as a performer. And I think I haven't like, I haven't really seen that many great John Cena matches the last few years. Doesn't mean he can't have them, but I think his style, the John Cena, big match, like hit a big move, kick out either, you know, your turn, my turn kind of match. It lends itself much better to a main event match than it does to a preliminary match. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why he can go out there at SummerSlam and have a great match with, a Roman Reigns in the main event and have, you know, a really good outing doing it. I think a lot of the times that we saw him in like 2018, having matches on raw with like Elias and guys like that, it didn't really work as well as I would have liked it to. And I'm worried that this match might feel that same way, especially considering it's opening WrestleMania and you know, you, you want a good match to open the show. So my expectations are not the highest, but that does mean that they're easily surpassed in that sense. I do think if I'm guessing with my head, I'm going with Austin Theory to win, but I would much rather see John Cena come out as champion again. Because who wouldn't want to see a peacemaker as U.S. champion? That's awesome. Exactly. And then he brings back the spinner United States 
Title. Now, now you lost me. Oh come on! I, I love that title. That. <laughs> wow, disagreeing again. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I I'm the same way. I'm not an awesome theory gal. I do think that he delivers when he can. Uh, this match seems like they forgot to give an opponent for Austin Theory and they scrambled because they weren't confident enough that WrestleMania was going to push ticket sales. Mm. So then they got John Cena as I guess that's just where my head goes in terms of booking this match. And even the promo off with John Cena, Austin Theory didn't make me excited for it. Although Austin oh. Theory cutting a promo in the Thunderdome last night was fun to see. <laughs> I enjoyed that little promo they did. I liked that it was different and on a show where a lot of the segments have kind of felt kind of samey in the build to, to WrestleMania. I liked that this one at least visually was different and it made sense within the context of what they were saying with him not, you know, not doing things with, for the fans. I did like that aspect of it for sure. I wasn't super turned on by John Cena's promo a few weeks ago either. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what it is. I feel like this is just one of those matches where, like, I feel like John Cena and Austin Theory has been, like, the plan for, like, a year, you know, mm -hmm. at some show or another, and they just couldn't get John Cena booked for whatever that show was. I mean, fair enough. They finally did it. I just hope it was worth the wait. We'll see. Maybe I'll, I don't know, who knows? Maybe I'll miss that match because I'm racing to my seat after <laughs> getting a, like, Diet Coke from the concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Someone who's built like a Diet Coke, I guess, just very tall. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want Omos to win. This, this is a big boy fight, and I'm excited for a big boy fight. I don't know where this match is going to go. The build for that has been fun. It's been fun to watch. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like yeah. I, I on the Raw <laughs> podcast this week, the, the the segment they had with the weigh in was both like the best and worst thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> it's like, I see it. It's like he's big. I want to see it. I want to see Brock Lesnar pick him up and and hit the F five. And I I mean I don't think the match is going to be very good. Maybe it would be. Maybe I could be surprised. But I look at this and just kind of go like, okay, it'll be a cool WrestleMania moment to see Brock Lesnar F5 Amos. And that, that's about all I'm probably going to get out of it. It's because, like, I've seen Braun Strowman and Amos have a match. I've seen Bobby Lashley and Amos have a match. And, I mean, neither of those matches were particularly good. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the Braun Strowman match was, like, you know, passable at the very least. It had its moments for sure. And I think Brock Lesnar, of those three guys, as opponents for Amos, is, you know, the best wrestler among them. I love Brock Lesnar, and I love that the style that he's being allowed to show here where him running the ropes and just throwing himself into Amos on Raw was incredible. And if it's a whole match of just that, like, if this was a five-minute sprint of just mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar going absolutely nuts – I think it has the potential to be like one of those really fun, just car crash, no downtime, incredible matches that you get sometimes. I hope it is anyway. I think Brock Lesnar wins this one because he hasn't had like, again, one of those big moments for him either at WrestleMania in quite a while. Like he hasn't won a WrestleMania match since 34. I feel like he's probably due in that, in that respect. Just, you know, 
He was always the guy that they brought in to, to lose to somebody, whoever won the Royal Rumble or, or whatnot. So I think this might be the time where he's allowed to get a dominant win over someone and help that then build to whatever next big match they want to do. I can't imagine Brock Lesnar losing to Omos, but I've been wrong before. I can. I think Omos is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we I... started so strong and now we're disagreeing. All I know. Over now place. we're falling apart. <laughs> That's okay. Um, if this match goes longer than five minutes, I'm checked out. Honestly, yeah. like this is a spectacle match. Like this is a, I don't like to use this word too much with wrestling but this is a carny match of like step on up to see the seven foot guy face the mma fighter Brock uh that's how i think of this match and if it goes longer than five minutes um i don't know i yeah <sighs> yeah almost as best in short bursts hopefully they, they follow that <laughs> hopefully all right let's move on to another tag match uh which is becky lynch and lita and trish stratus versus damage control i have thoughts about this match uh like i said earlier oh yeah buckle up like i said earlier i think that the women's fatal four-way showcase deserve the titles more than this match however if we were going to play around with titles for this match, it should be Lita and Trish as champions. Right. Yes. And then That's having great. a match with like Dakota and EO and then Becky and Bailey have another match. I don't I would love to see like Becky and Bailey a part of a, a hardcore match, an extreme rules match at WrestleMania. Um like it's just like Trish and Lita don't need to be in a match involving Becky Lynch or Bailey or anything like that. And then I don't think Becky needs to be in this match. It's like, this is going to be a great match. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Lita. I'm a huge fan of Trish Stratus. I grew up with them, of course. Uh, just near and dear to my heart. I love Damage Control and I love Becky Lynch. But together in this match, it's going to be like, okay, sure. And I think it's probably... Leading into Lita, Trish, and Becky winning, but I think Damage Control needs the win so much more. So I am really hoping that they win. Yeah, I mean, you look at a match like this, and holy smokes. If, if you had told me that this is how much I'd be excited to see Damage Control at WrestleMania after SummerSlam, like, I wouldn't have believed you. Because I was so down for whatever they were going to do with Bailey and EO and Dakota and everything. And they just, I mean, it hasn't been great. Uh, I agree. I think that Trish and Lita would have made really like it would have been like a really cute team to have be tag champions like the legend team that actually does have some pedigree to go in there and, you know, hold the tag titles for a WrestleMania match of some sort. I do think this trios match is just kind of like a OK, let's get them all on the card in a low stakes kind of match. Like, there's not really anything to do here. I mean, Becky Lynch's promo on Raw was basically just saying that this has been going on for far too long, you know, and it has. I'm kind of done with seeing Becky Lynch face damage control, but if I was given the options, yeah, I think that your pitch sounds very, very good of just having Becky Lynch and Bailey have a singles match because it blows my mind that Bailey has, like, 
not had a singles match at WrestleMania? What are they playing at? Like, give my girl the shot at having, like, the big show-stealing match. I, I don't get that bit. But, yeah, I, I, I really like seeing Lita and Trish in the mix. Because, again, I grew up on Lita and Trish. I... I have so much love in my heart for Lita and Trish. They're, they were my first like favorite women's wrestlers. Trish Stratus from Toronto. That's my girl. Love her. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that they can all just go out and have like a really good match at WrestleMania. I don't think, well, not that it doesn't matter who wins, but I would have to say, I think they'll go with the Lita Trish Becky team to win this one. Cause I feel like they've just given up on damage control being, like a, a thing, you know, mm -hmm. like actually being a protected unit in any way. I think that you could see them do uh, something maybe to lead into the reported match that Becky might have with Trish. I don't know that, but maybe you can get the gears turning there. I just hope it's a good match. Yeah, me too. I would have loved if it was Legends versus Damage Control. Replace Becky with molly holly or victoria or even beth phoenix like i would have loved that i would have had a lot more fun going into this match compared to what we're about to go into this weekend with mm -hmm. becky and there's no offense to becky i love becky lynch um it's there's just something about this match that is just kind of i don't want to say dead in the water but it's just okay you know the legends are gonna win yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so let's move on to Bianca versus Asuka. You and I both agree. Rhea Ripley probably should have been in this, <laughs> but uh, I I think Asuka is going to win. I think Asuka needs it, and the way that they were putting Asuka over during those video packages last night on Monday Night Raw, I think Asuka is going to win. They're reminding everyone that she had a fantastic streak, although I will say in that video package, they made it seem like she had a she carried on her NXT streak long in the main roster when it was just a few months, which was a little disappointing, but that's WWE kind of like covering up their tracks. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but I think Asuka wins. I think also Bianca needs to lose because her element as a champion is kind of dying down a little bit. Also, she's got a reality show to film and promote, so you know, she doesn't need to do that as champion probably, but I think Asuka should get this. I very much would like to see Asuka get a big WrestleMania win. That being said, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Oh my just God, I'm stop disagreeing with me. It's not that I don't <laughs> want it. It's just that I'm trying to think the way that they think. And I really do think that they are trying to make Bian Bianca Belair be this like huge megastar champion and going through and having just like a Miss WrestleMania resume of just having like great match after great match after great match and winning all of her WrestleMania matches like Sasha, then Becky, Asuka would be the next one. And then who knows what they do from that point onward. I don't think anything they've done with Asuka since her return at the Royal Rumble has made me believe that she's going to win this match mm -hmm. you know like i saw her return as you know kana with the new look and new character and everything and was like great she's got to win the title at wrestlemania again thinking she was going to face charlotte but 
She's got to win a title at WrestleMania. She, like she's like the coolest looking character they've got in the women's division. She's one of the best wrestlers on the whole roster. She's got to win a match at WrestleMania. And then she's just kind of been the same old Oscar in terms of in the ring since then. Like her going 50 50 with Chelsea green and then eking out a win before the elimination chamber. I couldn't believe for a second. And I feel like that vibe has just kind of stuck with me up till now. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. She could come away with this with a win, but I don't know. I think they're going to keep the belt on Bianca for a little bit longer. Lord knows who she's going to lose it to, but I do think that she's probably going to carry it for a little bit longer. I don't, I like Bianca, but I don't, I don't know. It's, I thought she was going to lose it to Bailey last, last fall. You know, I I think she's way past that, but yeah, I thought so too, but it's just like, they're not giving her anything if it's not outside of the four horse or the three horse women now. Uh, But it just seems like they're not giving anything to Bianca. And I do see what you're saying. Asuka's, she came back and it was like grand opening, grand closing almost with her Mm -hmm. return. I, dude, when she came out and that reveal, I was like, she's winning the Royal Rumble. She's going on to face Charlotte Flair. That did not happen. I don't know why they did not listen to me and me only. It's a crime, but... Everyone should listen to you, Alex. Yeah, you should too. Start agreeing with me. Okay. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. Although you are wearing a Patriots hat, and we'll discuss that later. It's just comfy. Listen, I do not support this team whatsoever. This was given to me, ironically... By my Patriot fan friend who said, here, take this with you to, to, the, to the UK and remember me by. And I was like, yeah, fine. Sure. And then I brought it with me and it's a really comfy hat. And now I wear it too much. You should duct tape the logo. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we both disagree. I go with Asuka. You go with Bianca. We'll we'll see how it all plays out. We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk about the undisputed WWE Tag Championship match. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I I want to be excited for this match. Mm. And I am just not. It like... Everything that they were cooking with at the Elimination Chamber with Sami and the Bloodline was so good. And it's just died down immensely. And I don't know. I guess you'd have to give Sammy and Kevin Owens the titles so that they can split the titles. Um, and I agree with the the last match we'll go over, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, it's just I wanted a really good closing the chapter for Sami Zayn and the bloodline. And I just don't agree with this being the way I like that Kevin Owens and him teamed up of course I love the team of Sammy and KO but for me it's just oh I wanted a little bit more for Sammy it should be a good match either way though they they all four of them do not disappoint yeah I mean it is unfortunate and I've heard more and more people say this like the last I don't know week or two weeks or however long it's been where they have kind of put this match on the back burner a little bit. And it's kind of disappointing because even coming out of 
you know, uh, Elimination Chamber, there were a lot of really good segments on Raw and SmackDown, whether it be Sami Zayn talking to Jimmy Uso and Jimmy Uso saying like, no, what did you expect to happen? You know, this is blood, this is family. I got to back my family is what you don't understand because you were never family. You did this. Don't put this on me. The whole segment it was great. And they kept that going to, to the segment where Jay turned on Sammy. And then the segment after that where Sammy and Jay were face to face and having a promo and all these different moments were like really, really good and it felt like they were building to something. But then as soon as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn reunited, like they just kind of stopped with the emotional aspect of this and kind of kept it going with more just, we're going to beat you for those tag titles. You know, that kind of more cliched wrestling stuff. And it is really kind of disappointing because I'm not going to say this has been a bad build or anything like that. That would be ridiculous because I'm not going to say that like 98% of this has been great. And then the last 2% has been subpar and therefore the whole thing is ruined. It's not the case at all. I'm going to look back on this storyline very favorably, but in terms of like going into this match with it at its hottest, it's just not really the case. It is much more of like, at this point, if they chose something else to be the main event of night one, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm not as upset about it as I would have been if you told me that three weeks ago. You know, and that that is disappointing. I think you put the titles on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because I think the Usos have had the titles for long enough. They've kind of run through the tag division. There's no one else for them to face, really. The titles could use either splitting or just solidifying into one set of titles or whatever they want to do. But I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning at WrestleMania is probably the best thing for them all. Yeah, I I mean, I do agree. It's I think about it in terms of when we look back at this storyline, like the entire Bloodline storyline a few years down the road to think that the end of the Sammy saga with Roman ended at the Elimination Chamber. I don't know yet if that is good. Like, I absolutely loved that elimination chamber match i love the element going into the elimination chamber match but that being so close to wrestlemania that would have been such a good payoff for wrestlemania and i think because i've said this multiple times because cody uh got injured last year i think that you know they were going to have him win at SummerSlam or wherever it was and dethrone roman but it just seems like they wanted to still do that, but they had something really good in their hands, but they still went with Cody either way. And Cody versus Roman, it's going to be great. Usos versus, you know, Sammy and Kevin, it's going to be great too. But for for that all to kind of fall out right before WrestleMania, and it could have been such a great main event, a great story to tell with Roman and Cody and Sammy, although... You know, I don't know. It it makes yeah. it makes me sad. It makes me a little sad because I think that Sammy, with so much hype that he had backing him up, especially going into the elimination chamber, going into the Royal Rumble, and him conquering War Games, it just would have been a fantastic bow if he were go were to go on to WrestleMania. And whether he wins or lose, I wouldn't you know really care. Just for him to be a part of that and let it play out at this grandest stage of them all. Looking back on it, I would be happier and more satisfied as a fan with the storyline if that played out that way. 
Does that make sense? I think, yeah. Yeah, that, that's totally fair. And it's one of those deals where I, I, I mean, I was on the Sami Zayn should win an Elimination Chamber or have Sami Zayn main event WrestleMania. That train, I was captaining that ship for, you know, months. And I'm not going to sit here and, and say, well, like, oh, well, clearly we were right and, and stuff. But they are in a good position having someone as over as Cody Rhodes to be in that spot. It's not like all of WrestleMania is, you know, ruined now because of it. But yeah. I do think that the Sami Zayn contingent are allowed to be a little disappointed with where things are. Because I heard a lot of people say that, oh, well, it's still going to be a satisfying ending and, you know, he'll still be as over and whatever if they go for the tag titles. And I think that there is a world in which that could have been the case. But I do think that he has cooled off since Elimination Chamber. And that is kind of what people were worried about. So, again, I don't want to point fingers or anything at any particular people or whatnot, but I just don't want to make it seem like the people who may be disappointed by this aren't allowed to be. Yeah, I think they're validated to feel a little disappointed with this. And I just feel like this this match, the build of it is like, hey, Sammy... Zayn and Kevin Owens have t-shirts. You guys should buy it in the WWE shop. Uh, yeah. You get 25% off or whatever. <laughs> that was that was the whole segment on SmackDown last week. And I mm -hmm. said in my review, I was like, hmm, this is kind of a step back from the really emotional, really storyline heavy segments that we've been getting recently. And people said to me like, oh, well, not every segment needs to needs to be that that emotional height of everything. And I was like, yeah, but it can be. Why not? Yeah. You know, why can't everything just continue to be great the whole time? So, yeah, it, it's kind of taken its foot off the gas as we arrive at the station. But I mean, I fully believe that this is going to be like an amazing match. You know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they shouted out PWG kind of shush, shush and quiet on Raw saying that, you know, in the city where we got our first big break and everything, yeah, if they're going to bring that PWG energy to a big WrestleMania match, potentially in a main event spot, I think we could be looking at uh, probably, like, aside from, like, ladder match stuff, probably the best tag title match we've had at WrestleMania, like, maybe ever. Yeah, that possibility. Like, it's not a super high bar to try and clear, but, like, they could set a very high bar for future tag title matches at WrestleMania with this one. They could. They could. We just have to wait and see. Let's move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. It has all just been a just talking. It's just all talking. And it's that's it. talking and saying not much. Yeah, it's like they're not saying anything at all. And Rhea Ripley is always going off about how she wants to be uh you know a big star and and it's just talking all this smack and it's like but you already are yeah you don't need to prove it you know when the person like just says like oh talks all this smacked about all this you know whatever they can do and then they end up not doing it mm -hmm. you know like they don't back up what they say it just feels like that's raya ripley going into this uh again I really wish it was Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. <laughs> I will say that till, you know, the cows come home. But will this be a good match? Yeah, because I think Ray Ripley and Charlotte Flair have really good chemistry in the ring. Um, mm -hmm. And again, this could be one of those matches where the match is great and we totally forget about, you know, the 
the story, the booking of it uh, afterwards. So I don't know. I I think uh, Charlotte, I think Charlotte might win. Honestly. Oh God. I would hate that. I would really hate that. Like, <laughs> for God's sake, the amount of times I've seen Charlotte go into WrestleMania in one of these deals and win when she doesn't need to, I'm ready for her to give one back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, she's gotten her win over Rhea Ripley already at WrestleMania. I think it would do a lot more for Rhea to win this rematch than it would for Charlotte to win another WrestleMania match against someone she's already beaten. I've not been in love with this build at all. Because again, as I've said many times over the last little while, this felt like a story that was ready to be told, had all of the elements at their disposal to be told. And then they just went with like the most surface level things Mm -hmm. to really pick at here. Like, oh, I'm a 14-time women's champion. Oh, I beat you last time. And oh, you're not a star until you beat me. Like very kind of cliche not unique at all wrestling tropes. Whereas I think they really could have gone in deep as to how much that Charlotte Flair match at WrestleMania 36 caused Rhea Ripley to lose her momentum, caused her to have a downward spiral, caused her to lose confidence. All these different things that you could have really taken and run real far with in terms of Rhea Ripley and her character development and the journey that she's had to go on to get back to where she is and say that, yeah, you know what? I've won the Royal Rumble. I've won the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. I am a star, a bona fide star. You cannot tell me differently, but I will not be content. I will not be satisfied in my heart until I've beaten you and taken back the confidence that you stole from me. Something like that. You know, I've I've been waiting like two months for them to cut that (laughs) promo and they never have. And granted, there's still one SmackDown left before WrestleMania. So it's entirely possible they could do it there. But (laughs) I think that there's a lot of emotional weight missing from this match that they have. I mean, you have the emotional weight. (laughs) You're like, I don't want to say that so bad. I really hope that Charlotte Flair loses the title here to Rhea Ripley. I don't think the title is doing anything with Charlotte right now on SmackDown. You know, I, I don't think I could get into a whole Charlotte Flair bit here about how I think she's incredible on big stages, but in terms of being like a TV wrestler and TV promo, she's not the best. She's kind of like lackadaisical at times. Mm-hmm. I think that it could benefit, the title could benefit from having someone else carry it for a while. And I would be very happy if that was someone was Rhea Ripley. Sure. Yeah. It'll (laughs) add to, (laughs) I think it'll definitely add to Rhea Ripley's uh, accolades, right? NXT champion, Raw champion, tag champion, uh, SmackDown champion. Uh, and I mean, she's a huge star, mm-hmm. so um, you know, I don't disagree that she should win. I think that maybe she should. I would like Charlotte to win just because it's like, I don't know, I just I'm just so tied into Rhea Ripley being on Raw and she should win yeah, <laughs> in that Bianca Belair match. Like, I cannot erase that from my head, I don't know why, I just cannot. Um, but again, there's just so much 
happening in the build to this that is not exciting to me. The only thing that was exciting to me was when Dominic came out and went toe to toe yeah. with Charlotte. And I was like, that's the WrestleMania match I want to see. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio versus Charlotte Flair. That is what I want to see. And it's like a super like Lucha style yeah. match. <laughs> that's the WrestleMania match right there. <laughs> Maybe next but year. Yeah, maybe maybe SummerSlam. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be you a know? good match. I, I feel very confidently that both of the women's title matches will be very, very good. I just wish that the programs getting there would have been a little bit better. <sighs> yeah, I wish the road getting there would be better. But it seems for this last match... WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. We've been waiting for this. Cody Rhodes, will this be his time? I know you're a huge Cody guy, right? I am a huge Cody guy. I've always <laughs> been a huge Cody guy. I was the one going through his last year in AEW just going like, it's still good. It's still good. It's still good. We can make this great. Come on. And I was really hoping that he would turn heel at some point and make it all worth it. But say, Levy, it's an argument for another time. I think this is Cody Rhodes' moment. I think this is the moment to take the title off of Roman Reigns, especially if he's going to be taking time off after WrestleMania. I can't really bear another six months or however long we want to go of like part time champion Roman Reigns. Raw has finally gotten its main character back. And it was struggling for a long time, especially during those first few months of the Triple H reign, where they didn't have a focus of the show, like one central figure to kind of build the show around. And I really think Cody can be that guy and have TV matches. He'll be the guy that wants to be the working champion. He's the guy that wants to go out there and wrestle guys like Chad Gable and you know, Finn Balor and people like that and have great matches every single week. And I think Raw could really benefit from that right now. They've been without that for a long time. I think Cody Rhodes is like the top baby face they've really been waiting for for a long time. The company wants to push him. The fans are ready to accept him. He's really over. He's a great wrestler. I don't think there's much that you could miss here with. And I haven't heard much of a real argument for why Roman should retain outside of like, get him to a thousand days or like have Jay Uso be the one to dethrone him, which I wouldn't be against, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. All the pieces to me point towards Cody Rhodes being WWE champion coming out of WrestleMania. And that is something I did not think I would have said 18 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> same i did not expect to even say the words that cody rhodes versus uh roman reigns is happening at wrestlemania um but roman's reign has been good i've i've thoroughly enjoyed it it's had its yeah. moments you know dipping in and out but doesn't every long reign have that um and I think it's time. I think that the company needs to enter a new era. And I think that era is going to be with Cody. A lot of people are comparing him now to John Cena. And I think he can reach that level that John Cena was, but in his own, um, in his own way. Um, yeah. And what I love about this match is I think 
the good the greatest story going into WrestleMania is this match and it's because of Cody's character's story cuz mm-hmm. you know he went away listen i miss stardust all right i wish stardust was coming out <laughs> for this great match great theme song i know it's amazing it's amazing Underrated. i might have to pack my stardust shirt for this weekend <laughs> but um i love that you know he went away and he had to go away to find himself to find his own voice because again you know he was under the shadow of his brother and his father um and he took back the name in his own way even though he couldn't use the name for a while he went on to succeed in so many indie promotions in new japan which is pretty hard for someone to do especially coming into uh, coming from wwe to do and that's the story that i'm hooked on to the most in this match is just cody finally getting his redemption with this company that pretty much like chewed him up and spit him out you know so that is a very it's it's the it's the quintessential cinderella wrestlemania story and this is Cody's time. This is his moment. And again, he wins. We enter in a brand new era of WWE. We get new challengers for the main title. Uh, we get more maybe great stories with the main title. And the bloodline has been great. It's been amazing. But Roman Reigns needs to rest. And also, hopefully, this is a good main event for Roman Reigns because Homeboy has been a part of three of the worst main events <laughs> of WrestleMania. So <laughs> for his sake, I hope so. Listen, 37 was good and 38 mm-hmm. was a good squash match as well, pretty much. I mean, he won clean, um, but I'm hoping that. <laughs> My boy gets at least a decent (laughs) (laughs) WrestleMania main event for this. I I think he'll get one here for sure. (laughs) I think this one will be a really good match. We've said that like half the matches on these cards could be like the match of the weekend. But the main event very much could be as well. It could be the show, the, the show stealing match in the main event with the big emotional climax at the end. I really give props to everyone involved for this story and the build to this match because Cody Rhodes has done such a good job with his character, his promos, his matches to make himself come across as a top star and really tie in his character arc into the reign of Roman Reigns and the story of the bloodline and how you could tie all that together. When a lot of people were saying that whatever they do with Cody Rhodes is not going to have the same emotional weight that whatever they could do with Sami Zayn would have. I think they've done a fantastic job of making Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns feel like the biggest potential story going into WrestleMania. And I really hope it culminates with Sammy or not Sammy Zayn with Cody Rhodes winning the WWE championship. I know Sammy I'm, try- Zane. I'm trying to get Sammy that bit Zane. out of my brain. <laughs> I'm still talking like I was two months ago. I was doing so well too. I really think that this could be Cody Rhodes big crowning moment. I think it is time. I think it would do the WWE title a lot of good to just have like a different style of match as the main event for a while, because Cody Rhodes as WWE champion would be having different styled match in the main event of all these shows than Roman Reigns has been having for the last little while. And I think Roman Reigns has been having very good matches as champion. Don't get me wrong, but it is time to like refresh the title scene a little bit. I feel that with the tag titles. I feel that with the WWE title, it would be nice to just have some new challengers and new matches, new matchups, situations, stipulations, whatever, 
it would be nice to just have a fresh coat of paint on the top scene in WWE. And I think it's time. I think Cody Rhodes is the right guy to do it. I think he's practically the ace of the company at this point. And I think he could carry the WWE title for a good long while after WrestleMania. I agree. Do you think he's going to bring back the winged eagle belt? I hope. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be that exact belt because I don't think they've ever really like you know, they don't really like look back to go forward and that whole thing. They don't bring back an exact title unless it's like the world heavyweight title being just the WCW title or something like that. I would like some sort of a new design that is like inspired by that era of title, though. Like if there is some sort of eagle on the belt in some form or fashion, I think I'd be pretty satisfied. I'm really looking forward to all that. If it's ready for the next, uh, for like the Raw after WrestleMania, I'm going to pop huge for a new belt. We're way overdue. I think they, remember the uh, like Austin and Rock personal belts? They need to do that with Cody and it needs to be his tattoo. (laughs) You want to get this man booed. That's the way that it's going to happen. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to get booed. I think everyone will love it. And I think, you know what they should be selling at the superstore is temporary Cody Rhodes tattoos. And everyone in the crowd just has it on their neck. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was at Revolution 2020 when he came out with that tattoo I remember our reactions to it. I don't know if that's the direction they want to go with their top guy right now, but I've seen his newest t-shirt. It wouldn't stop him by any means. Mm. Oh, is it the Hulk Hogan ripoff yeah. shirt? It is a pretty cool shirt though. I wouldn't buy I it. Don't know. I don't I wouldn't buy it, but it's a good, I, I can see how maybe uh casual, WWE fans would buy it. Fans that are like a big fan of that, you know, golden years era. Huge Cody fans would buy it. I wouldn't buy it. I think it's a cool shirt. Maybe the new belt should just be uh, Pharaoh's face, his dog's face. You know what? Put a dog's (laughs) face on a title belt. I'll buy it. Yeah, me too. I'll buy it. Not for like (laughs) 300 and something, 400, $500, but I might buy it. No, for like $6,000, like that fiend belt. <laughs> oh, God. Do you? Oh, my God. That was yep. $6,000. <laughs> yep. Someone bought that. If one person still... bought that, it was too many. Uh, the... I think there was multiple people that bought that, but I am still pissed off that they were able to bu- make that and sell it at the price that they did with that fiend title, and they never made a Naomi Glow SmackDown title. Amen. Uh, have such a slam dunk why is that not something that we could have had made is that too expensive and that's not the fiend belt wasn't get out of here malarkey malarkey is what it is nonsense (laughs) absolute nonsense oh boy all right damn we got through all of those predictions uh do you have time for shoot and boot absolutely i am having a great time Oh, thank you. Great. I'm happy. <laughs> Me too. This is yeah. all I want to Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Tuesday night. It's two in the afternoon over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sun is still out. <laughs> yeah, really, but still, I'm having a grand old time. It's okay. Shooting Just get yourself, 
Yeah, shoot and boot. Get yourself some jammy dodgers. <laughs> I might. On the way home after all this, I might get some more jammy dodgers. Send me a picture so I can be jealous. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all right. So shoot and boot. It's WrestleMania season. There have been talks about what is going to main event night one and night two for this weekend. But I figure let's go through memory lane and go through some WrestleMania main events that were deemed the best and maybe the worst. I asked my Discord what their opinions were on what is the best and the worst WrestleMania main events. Uh, of course, everyone that's watching can leave your comments down below about how you feel with these main events. So if you like it, you shoot it. If you don't like it, you boot it. Give it a big old boot. Yeah, a give it a big, big old boot. boot. Yeah, give it a big old honking boot. Uh, can you see that? I sure can. <laughs> let's let's start here because your reaction <laughs> to that was phenomenal. WrestleMania 25, Triple H versus Randy Orton. We got that good old spinner <laughs> belt. <laughs> give it a big old boot. Really? Why? This match <laughs> sucks. I this was like the second WrestleMania that I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. All the way back in my youth. And I remember even that like I didn't know what like good matches or bad matches or any of that really were. You know, I just kind of could tell that like when I enjoyed something a little bit more, it was probably pretty good, you know? I just remember watching this match at like 12 years old and being like that's it? What the hell was that? Just waiting for it to become anything. Waiting for people to come out from the back. Waiting for something. But this match just sucked. Like, they said so. That, like, they weren't able to tell the stories that they wanted to tell because Triple H had the, if you get DQ'd, you lose the title skip. So they couldn't do anything, like, remotely hardcore. They were forced to have like a a, a technique technicians match and holy god like i'm not a very big fan of either of these two guys in like main event settings like this just a 20 minute main event of a pay-per-view straight singles match with either triple h or randy orton especially at this time i feel like is just death tv and they had a lot of examples of just not having very exciting matches around this Mm -hmm. time particularly with one another and man i think this is like one of the more famous misses that they've ever had together holy smokes i really don't like this match (laughs) oh my god you were 12 years old when you watched this match i was i was like 16 (laughs) Mm -hmm. 16 17 around this around this uh time and i listen Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, that is the match when you think of mm-hmm. WrestleMania 25. That is the main event. And then uh, you don't need to watch anymore. Nope, you can turn the show off. Match. Yep, you can Holy turn gosh. it off. It's a boot. For your sake, I'm going to switch the screen because I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's a boot. Anywho, next, WrestleMania 27. <laughs> WrestleMania 27. <laughs> Uh, the Miz versus John Cena. Um, Somehow you managed to make it get worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> this uh, again get gets a big old boot. 
This, this match is horrendous. Mm-hmm. We're it starting is. off with a couple of, of real not good Mania main events. Now, I don't think that this is the absolute worst one. Because I, I think there are worse. We might get to them. I don't know. We'll see. But of like the modern era of WrestleManias, I do think this is the worst main event that we've had. Where just like, I'm I'm kind of known as one of the guys here around uh, the Wrestle Talk parts that uh, is not a particularly big fan of the Miz, and he's got his uh, that's criminal. His the Miz is awesome. Mm. Anyway, uh, I don't know about all that. Listen, he's got he his married Maurice, so he could do whatever yeah. he wants. <laughs> he's he's winning in life. He's winning in life for sure, but. As, as a main event of WrestleMania caliber wrestler, I do not believe that he qualifies. He has his strengths, without a doubt. But this, to, to me, they got what they deserved with this match. Where when you book a 2011 John Cena, who also was not exactly a fucking ring general. You know, like, he wasn't the one to carry a Mania, Mania main event match. And you put him against The Miz. Like, these two had a pay-per-view match, like, a year earlier that was, like, awful. Absolutely awful. And they watched that and said, that's our main event of WrestleMania next year. I don't know how they did that. Like, and there's a reason they haven't done it since. This also has The Miz getting really badly concussed. It's got the friggin' laptop restarting the match after a double countout. This had severe time getting cut. This has everything you don't want in a WrestleMania main event. Like the heel wins due to outside interference from a baby face. No part of this makes sense. And no part of it is particularly well wrestled either. I don't think I've watched WrestleMania 27 uh, in its entirety. And I think I never will ever. It's I think I'm better uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean, it's definitely one of the answers at Quizzlemania of, like, what's the worst yep. uh, WrestleMania, and it is definitely this, and, you know, big props to the Mrs. Fohawk, I mean, it's doing double duty for this render, but this is a horrendous, horrendous uh, match between Fruity Prebles and Fohawk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's just not good at all. It's it's a boot. It's a big old boot. Okay, I'll Come take on. it. I want, I want to shoot something. Let there be I, one on the opposite I, end of the spectrum. I hope so. I don't know. Okay, next. Okay. WrestleMania 35. <laughs> uh, this okay. is Becky Lynch versus Ronda versus Charlotte. This is the first women's main event for WrestleMania. Um, for me... For the impact that this has had for women's wrestling, I will give it a shoot for personal reasons because I was there and this match went too long and it started raining towards the end of this match and we were stuck in the rain and the cold and I had to spend almost $150 on an Uber to Uber back from New Jersey all the way back to Harlem. Um, In that aspect, it's a boot. (laughs) But that's personal reasons, but I will give this a soft shoot. Uh, that's kind of how I feel. Like, this gets, like, a mild shoot for me. Like, I don't think the match itself is terribly great. Like, I don't think it's, like, 
I wouldn't put it anywhere. It would kind of be like middle of the pack in terms of WrestleMania main events to me. Like, it's got its good moments. I like that they did it. I like that they had Becky Lynch win it. There's a lot of things that you can like about this WrestleMania main event. I do think in some aspects they really overthought a lot of things when it went into this. I do think that they really brutally screwed up the finish of this match, which does not help it in hindsight. But again, it was kind of about time that they had a women's match main event WrestleMania. This was the most deserving one that they had probably had to this point in WrestleMania history. They had the right person win. That's better than I can say about a number of WrestleMania matches. It would have helped if it wasn't like half past midnight by the time it finished. But, you know, on the whole, yeah, I think uh, a solid, mild shoot for this one. I'm not going to give it a boot. It doesn't go in the same company as the, like, really bad WrestleMania main events by any means. But uh, middle of the pack for sure. Yeah. The build to this match was fun. Uh, the match itself, it felt rushed because it was on by like midnight, 1230. Um, I think if WrestleMania, this is a great WrestleMania. However, there are a lot of matches that took place at this WrestleMania that could have been cut and maybe they would be given more time, uh, to flesh out a better ending for this match, but yeah, it's a it's a soft shoe. It's historic. It's, yeah. you know, open the doors uh for more women to main event WrestleMania. And like you said, the actual right person won this WrestleMania. Um but yeah, it's a it's a soft little gentle shoot. Mm-hmm. It's like a water gun shoot. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next, WrestleMania 34, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh this oh, shoot and boot God. segment is just turning into disappointing tempest. <laughs> uh, again, this is one of the three match uh, three main events that Roman Reigns has been involved in that is awful. Mhm. This yeah. was Beach Ball Mania. That's what it was. It was. And to me, this was 2018 is a really frustrating year in hindsight because it wasn't necessarily the type of year where they were like they weren't making the the Fiend and Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell moves, the the Kofi Kingston losing to Brock Lesnar in eight seconds moves that we got in 2019, like those really offensive type decisions that they were making a year later. But in 2018, WWE was very much in a war with its fans and like Mm -hmm. a really manipulative war with its fans too, where you had this mania main event, which was set up. Like I remember hearing reports a year ahead of time that their plan was to do Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I said, are you absolutely out of your mind? Are you kidding me? Why are they doing that? There's so many more interesting people like Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar would be great. Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar would be great. There's loads of people. It doesn't even have to be Brock Lesnar, but you get the point. He just won the title. And from that far out, they had plans of what they wanted to do. And their plan was to get everyone to hate Brock Lesnar. And that destroyed the mystique of Brock Lesnar for like two and a half years Mm -hmm. after that. The idea of Brock Lesnar hates wrestling, Brock Lesnar hates the fans, as if that was going to get people to then cheer Roman Reigns 
was just ludicrous to me. And it backfired massively. It gave us one of the most unsatisfying main events in WrestleMania history with this one. And from that point onward, like you had the SummerSlam match where it was these two again, and they knew people weren't going to enjoy it. So they had Braun Strowman come out and stand at ringside and say, I'm going to cash in money in the bank on whoever wins. And then they had Roman win and they immediately cut to black so that they could get the pop of him winning. And then everyone's going, okay, let's wait for the next bit. And then that next bit never comes. Mm-hmm. Just absolute douchebaggery. And then follow that up with like the hell in a cell <laughs> where they ended it in a no contest and then immediately cut to black. So they didn't hear everybody chanting. We want refunds. 2018 is a shambolic year. And this main main event is like peak. We do not understand our fans. We do not understand how to appeal to our fans anymore. And it really does show when you look at like what Brock Lesnar's done the last like, you know, six months or so, where he's just like kind of a happy go lucky cowboy and coming out and everyone cheers him. And he's like, thank you all very much. And everybody's just having fun and having a good time watching Brock Lesnar just be kind of silly and fun. Why were we not able to get that Brock Lesnar for like the last five years? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand either. And I agreed like it did feel like during this time in 2018, they were very manipulative when it came to the WWE universe. Uh, There were two matches from this card that definitely had a main event feel going in. It was Charlotte versus Asuka and Mm -hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles, which those two matches have the two winners of the Royal Rumble that year. So I know Shinsuke versus AJ Styles wasn't the best match. Honestly, I don't think anything was really going to surpass their uh, Wrestle Kingdom match that they had. Asuka and Charlotte definitely had the potential to be a great match and it's still it is a great match if you go back and watch it Mm -hmm. although the wrong person won uh one of those matches should have main evented this wrestlemania uh and then it did not and i was at this wrestlemania and i had the pleasure of being in the nosebleeds for this wrestlemania (laughs) but it was a good perspective in that i immediately saw When this match happened, the bell rang. I saw so many people leave. I saw so many people get up and leave. And and then I saw the beach balls happening. And they were just blowing them. I don't even know how they got it into the building, to be honest. Because I think at that point, they were really like honing in on throwing out beach balls if people brought it in. Uh, But people brought (laughs) brought the beach balls in and people were playing with it. People were leaving. It was also a long WrestleMania. It was a long weekend. Uh, This just was not a great main event. I, I tell you what, Alex, you absolutely read my mind on a number of topics there because there is a list that will have just gone live on Parts Fun Known, voiced by me. That's 10 WWE stars who should have made evented WrestleMania. And I'll give a quick little preview because two of the people on that list are Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka, both of which highlighted this WrestleMania. So we're on the same page. Both of them would have been better cha- choices than uh, than this, this godforsaken pairing right here. 
Oh my god. And even at that WrestleMania when uh they threw up the the uh the match card and then was presenting the video packages for Charlotte and Asuka and AJ versus Shinsuke, there was a roar. Like everyone mm-hmm. was so excited for those matches. And then we got Listen, you change the winners to both of those matches. You give them main event status. I bet that AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura match is way better if it's the main event and not having a heel turn at the end and having Nakamura lose with one Styles clash and only being like 15 minutes or whatever. Give it an extra 10. Give it the main event. Have Nakamura win. I bet you that's a classic. Also, those two matches have the best entrances with Charlotte Flair and Shinsuke Nakamura. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and then we got their chicken shit entrances. Anywho, <laughs> we both agree this is a boot. <laughs> Dude, we're coming back around. We're agreeing yeah. down at the end. That's a what a I was nice just agreement say. sandwich. Yeah. I know. We we came back. Yeah. Like a jammy dodger. <laughs> oh, like a jammy dodger. I want a jammy dodger so bad. I want this. one too. I want one too. Hopefully in LA they have jammy <laughs> dodger. <laughs> I don't think I will keep everyone updated if I find them, but I doubt it. Uh, Okay, let's move on. WrestleMania 17, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Unanimously on my Discord, there was like at least 10 people that said this was the best WrestleMania main event. Are we shooting? I'm shooting real hard. Shoot, this match is awesome. This... This was the first match that I remember watching again when I was like 11 or 12 years old. I watched this match and went, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the first match that properly blew my mind. And I was like, well, that's a five-star match. I know it didn't actually get five-star, but whatever. In my mind, this was a five-star match. This was just so... I know it has like... You know, the the big problem with it is that Austin turned heel and that ended up being a really bad decision and and everything. But that being said, as a match, this perfectly encapsulates what the Attitude Era was. Just like it wasn't a technical masterpiece. It was a great brawler and just whatever The Rock was, just a great entertainer, but also very smooth wrestler just fitting together perfectly these two had some of the best chemistry you'll ever see in two wwe stars at the height of their popularity both of them baby faces going into this match and just what an unbelievable just set of circumstances that we got this is the like the peak of the attitude era all coming together and the main event to me i do think this is like probably the best wrestlemania main event that we've ever gotten there are some that could rival it, like The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at 26 and the, the Triple H, HBK, Benoit, three-way at 20. Like, there are some really, really good matches that go right up there with this. But to me, this is this is as good as it gets. Yeah. And it, this is also – it helps that this was a really great main event for a fantastic WrestleMania yep. from – beginning to end i when i look back and i watch that watch this match i'm kind of like i'm not a big fan of the ending Mm -hmm. but i think that's again the beauty of wrestling if you don't like the ending that's fine because on the ride there was fun it was so much fun and building up to it and even when you watch back and you're watching the entire show you can feel the energy through the television screen even like so many years later um 
how excited the audience was for this for this match. Also, we got the most goaded video package of yep. all time <laughs> with like, Limp Bizkit. Oh, God. With the exception of, like, the Deborah stuff that everyone just kind of likes to forget about a little bit, this oh, yeah. had, like, everything going for it. It's on, like, the best WrestleMania. It's got, like, the best video package to lead up to it. It's got these awesome entrances with the two biggest stars, most popular wrestlers, arguably in WWE history. It just has everything working for it. And like, I, I'm not a fan of the heel turn, obviously, because it was not good for business, but yeah, I really like the finish of this match. Just Austin using a chair and just beating the rock with it until he's dead and then pinning him. I don't know what it is, but that to me is so much like, more vicious and cool than if he just like hit another stunner and won. You know, mm -hmm. I always saw that and went like, oh, that guy's really cool. Look at that ass kicker, Steve <laughs> Austin. I just, I love this match. I love WrestleMania 17. It's fantastic. Everything about this match to me was fantastic. I just love it. I could gush about it all day. Like, I know. I will just go back and watch this video package again after this and be like, ah, it's WrestleMania week. Yeah. Dude, every time I do like something huge and I need something to hype me up, I watch that video package. It's so mm -hmm. good. Um, I know that some people weren't a fan of Deborah's element to this uh, match and this story. I kind of like it when you watch the um, the the video package because Vince McMahon forced her to be with The Rock and Stone Cold's like, what's going on? Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. Um, but man, I don't know. This 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 match is just great. And like you said, this is one of the best WrestleManias. These are two of the biggest stars in the company. The company was the biggest it has been at that time so far and again the video package and at the end of the video package when stone cold steve austin is saying how much he needs to be the championship and at the end he's like with all due respect just like it does so many things to me yep. stone cold's great this is this is definitely one of the best wrestlemania main events so it's getting pew, pew, a shoot a big old shoot, the biggest shoot so far by a <laughs> wide margin. <laughs> yes, and we agree. That's I'm I'm riding that train. We agree. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, ah, this is WrestleMania 26, the career versus the streak. Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker for personal reasons. I'm very sad about this main event. <laughs> <laughs> Because Shawn Michaels retired, but that's okay. Because at least he retired with a great match. Um, I am and he on the boat that he never wrestled again. He never uh, no. wrestled ever again. Nope, he never wrestled ever again. Do not believe Mattel when they made that uh, Nick Gage look-alike action figure. That is not a thing. He never wrestled ever again, uh, and that's it. But I'm on the boat where I liked this story. I just wish that Mania 25 was the match for this story because it was. Mm. I do think that Mania 25 is the better match compared to this one. Uh, this video package was fun, too, because wasn't this video yep. package the uh, running up the hill? Sure was. Or was it? Or yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was. This is a great match. Great match. I'm gonna give it a shoot. I give it a big old shoot. This is another one that's in contention for like the best mania main events ever. It, it's tough. I still like I prefer Austin and Rock, but this is right up there. I think uh, uh, the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels match here is just ever so slightly not as great as the 25 match. Just ever so slightly. There are some like optics things, just some little nitpicky type things that I yes. don't like about various bits here. Number one, I don't like that Matt Stryker is on commentary for this match. It makes it a little <laughs> I forgot bit. He was. <laughs> it's a little bit harder for me to watch this one than twenty five when you have like peak Jim Ross commentating yeah. that as opposed to Matt Stryker. But regardless, as far as the actual work in the ring, there's a lot of things to really enjoy here. I love the bit where Undertaker goes for old school early and he comes off and appears to tweak his knee. And then he like no sells the knee tweak for like five minutes until Sean hits a move and then they bring it back out. It's just like really great subtle selling because he doesn't all the way no sell it. He like no sells it in a way where it's just like, ow, that hurt. But I can't let him in on the fact that I've just hurt myself. It's like real smart, like layers to this shit kind of selling. And ultimately, I think it's really funny Because they tried to tell the story in uh, the build-up to WrestleMania 27 with the Triple H match, where Sean was like, the last two years, it's been this close. And I was like, was it that close last year, Sean? Undertaker kind of beat you, like, decisively and, like, really solidly. Like, he tombstoned you, you kicked out, and he just picked you up and tombstoned you again and beat you, like... 25 you could make that argument because that was just like he caught him on a moonsault and then beat him and it was like a flash counter into a great great finish tombstone pin Mm -hmm. whereas this was just like no undertaker is the better man and beats you but that doesn't take away anything from the match itself there's so many great moments whether it be Shawn michaels hitting the big moonsault through the announce table onto the undertaker's legs which couldn't have been on purpose but like worked for the story of the match mm-hmm. and thankfully they didn't botch a, a dive to the outside in this one but again it's the undertaker and Shawn michaels together they like never had a bad match this was far from a bad match because we're not counting that one in 2018 that wasn't their fault this was a really really fun wrestlemania main event i know some people don't like wrestlemania 26 but i still kind of do it's got its really fun moments and this, to me, at the very least, it went out at its peak, which was the main event. Yeah, this is this was a good main event. It was a really good main event. Of course, I'm very sour on it because my boy <laughs> he retired, and I was so sad. But mm-hmm. uh, again, I agree. Like this match isn't like I again I prefer Mania 25, but this one is good. It just goes down to just nitpicky um, yeah. uh, bits of it. But I'll give it a shoot, even though my boy retired. <laughs> I I wish he would have retired in Texas, though. That's my thing. But that's just me being a, a, a mark for Shawn Michaels, honestly. <laughs> You're allowed. Um, You're allowed to have your favorites. Okay. Okay. Thanks for allowing it. this is a shoot this is a shoot but let's move on 
last year, WrestleMania 38, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. I personally added this because I just finished watching uh, a clip of what they did for the documentary on the WWE Network for WrestleMania 38. And again, I was there live. This was a fun match to witness um, because when Stone Cold came out, there were wires attached to the set design uh, of of the stage and the wires were shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is truly nothing like a Stone Cold Steve Austin pop. Once that glass hits, it's, you know, it's over. Everyone's just, you know, so excited. And it was a great match. I was very surprised at this match. Going into this WrestleMania, I was like, this is going to be bullshit. Because I hate when... Yeah. You know, I don't, I want, if people retire, leave them retired. That's Mm -hmm. it. You know, bring them back as a general manager or mouthpiece or whatever, you know, Stone Cold coming back and hitting some stunners. I don't have a problem with that. But when you're like promoting it as a full match, I went into it. I was like, there's no way I'm going to enjoy this. And then they were like actually putting out some moves. And when uh, (laughs) Kevin Owens gave austin a suplex on that concrete i was yeah. like oh they are wrestling wrestling they're having a match <laughs> they're having a whole ass match here yeah <laughs> i'm a hundred percent with you like i agree with everything that you said i can't believe that this match ended up being forget as good as it was just good all because this guy hadn't wrestled in almost 20 years and he was you know everybody knows what the state of steve austin's neck and everything has been but they went out there and they had a whole last match they had a match and i like every so often i will just think like steve austin may have ended a wrestlemania last year and it was great you know like I, in Texas, at that, in Texas. like it, there's a different element. Like I've been a part of uh, a Stone Cold Steve Austin pop and his, uh, you know, appearance at Madison Square Garden. That always holds a place, a special place in my heart because of so many events that he's a part of at Madison Square Garden. But a Texas Stone Cold Steve Austin, like I don't know, there's just he has more power when he's yeah. in Texas. He's amplified by Texas. Everything's yeah. bigger in Texas, including Steve Austin pops. Like I will every yeah. so often go back and pardon me, watch his pop from like the WrestleMania 32 run in he does against the League of Nations, where oh, they do yeah. like HBK comes out and then uh, Mick Foley comes out and then Steve Austin comes out. And I swear to God, like I'll watch like fan cams from the crowd when Steve Austin's music hits. And it is next level. I want to experience something like that. I'm absolutely blown away by this. This gets a huge shoot from me. Just surpassing expectations. Being as good as it was is such an accomplishment. And getting to see, there's like a one snapshot. I think Kevin Owens tweeted it too. Where Kevin Owens tweeted out just a picture of him standing across from Steve Austin at WrestleMania. And he looks like he's going to cry. And it's just like, you know what? Good for you, man. You were an Attitude Era kid, and you got to wrestle Chris Jericho and Steve Austin at WrestleMania. You're having a WrestleMania main event in Steve Austin's return match. That's pretty damn cool. Like, that is a big, like, hats off to you. Live your dream, guy. Get the bag, the whole deal. I really enjoy this match. I can't believe that he took a suplex on the concrete. That's absolutely mad. 
This I, match was exactly what it should have been. It was great. Dude, I was uh, with Sir Wilkins, um, my co-host for Complex, and I was next to Alex McCarthy and a few other people. And when he took that suplex, the way I grabbed both of them, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Like, they're wrestling, wrestling. It just, yeah, it was just out of that alone, <laughs> this gets yep. a shoot from me. But to see Kevin Owens basically live out his dreams, which is what I love about this new generation, is we're living vicariously through them. To have this moment of being such a long time Stone Cold Steve Austin fan, he probably is the reason why you are a wrestler now yeah. today. And to main event a WrestleMania in Texas against Stone Cold Steve Austin and you guys are actually wrestling and it's not like a cinematic match or anything. Mm -hmm. Just, I, I love to be proven wrong. I love yeah. to be wrong when I go into, you know, events like this. Like, again, I was like, there's no way. I'll watch it. Whatever. It's fine. But I was blown away from this match. It is, I'm probably going to give it like a double shoot. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> This, this match just makes me so happy that it exists. Yeah, same, same. And in that clip that I watched today, there were uh, they showed almost the whole entire locker room came out to watch that match. And yeah. that's just so cool because, again, this generation is just huge fans of the company and the people that came before them. And so this match was just like everything combined with that and – Man, I love this match. I'm probably going to yeah. go back and watch it yeah. after this. <laughs> oh, it's great. All right, let's move on. Our final WrestleMania main event. At least like 15 people on my Discord said that this is the best WrestleMania. WrestleMania 37, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Again, like we've been saying this entire episode, you don't remember the build to this match, but you remember the match. No one this remembers is... that Reggie was flipping around and being involved with Tamina and Nia Jax and stuff beforehand. Uh, yeah. Or Shayna Baszler and Tamina is. or whatever it was. I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I do know who it's that script. is. But... <laughs> this match just friggin' ruled. Like, oh my gosh. What what is there to say about this match, like at this point? It was the match that we all kind of hoped it would be. It was it's tough because I feel like I don't want to be like that guy a lot of the time where a number of when WWE will try and put, you know, the, the women in a historic first match, you know, the, the first Hell in a Cell match that they had, the first pay-per-view main event. A lot of the times it kind of felt like they were doing things performatively. Like, mm. we're getting to say the women are doing this other cool thing or this other cool thing. And then it took, like, another year or two where, no, the women then just got to be in main events because they were the most main event worthy thing on the show. And that was when I really felt like progress had been made in the mm. company that you were seeing uh, Asuka, Becky, Charlotte main event TLC in, 28, er, in 20, yeah, 2018 because they were the ones that deserved it. Mm -hmm. Not just because, oh, we're going to have the women main event a pay-per-view, but because they were the most adequate for that position. And this, to me, was a perfect example of that in a WrestleMania main event. 
there wasn't anything else on WrestleMania 37's card that warranted a WrestleMania main event quite like Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Now, of course, we keep saying that the build didn't quite reflect that, but in terms of the star power and the moment generated by having two people in a WrestleMania main event, holy smokes, what a match they had. The moment where they're just stood across from each other when the bell rings and they start, like, crying. It's so powerful because it's real. You know, that's Mm -hmm. the kind of moment that you really are trying to create. And it happens organically. And when it happens organically, that's when it's the most powerful because it doesn't feel contrived at all. And then they had an amazing match to follow that up. This is, like, the, the kind of thing that WWE is always trying to create. And this is one of the times where they just managed to make it happen just by allowing it to happen. Uh, I, I love this match. It's so great. I just wish the crowd could have been absolutely full to the rafters that didn't exist because this was outside, but absolutely sold out to see it because that is the kind of crowd that these two deserved. Yeah, it's, you know, it's uh, bittersweet because this is after thunderdome lockdown Mm -hmm. so we didn't get the full capacity of a wrestlemania crowd but for the most part for the people that were there uh they were really behind this match and you can tell when they rang the bell in that moment when they're standing across from each other and you can tell like bianca just couldn't hold it in from the get like she just couldn't hold it in she had to let it out and she had to just be in the moment and you can tell slightly like sasha's just ready to like kind of be in her heel like era at that point but then she kind of stops and she's like you know yeah let's let's both take it all in you know they're the first black women to main event a wrestlemania it this has so much impact um in in that alone but honestly just a fantastic fantastic match all across the board this was uh you know the stars aligned for this match and you know bianca willing winning the royal rumble and this was at a time when so many people were so hot for bianca not to say that nobody is now uh going into wrestlemania 39 but you know she's coming from nxt at this point she just made a year on the main roster and she was so beloved in nxt and so many people were um it was disheartening i guess to see that you know she made it onto the main roster and she didn't have a chance to go after the nxt title properly or win it but this made it up this absolutely made it up having you know her first singles at WrestleMania and main eventing it across from a competitor like Sasha Banks. This was just art in its highest form. It is the best WrestleMania main event of this decade so far. It's, it's really wild to see because you don't get very many star making performances quite like this anymore just because whether people come from somewhere else where you think that they've had that star-making moment or they had it in NXT or whatever the case may be, to have your true big coming-out moment happen in the main event of WrestleMania to win your first title, that just doesn't really happen as mm-hmm. much anymore. And it's re- it makes the moment feel that much more special 
Uh, I can't say enough good things about this match. It's so much fun. It's so good. Whether you talk about like the awesome sequence where Sasha hits a dive, but Bianca rolls through, lifts her up, carries her up the stairs, and then throws her back into the ring. Oh, man. Yeah. The whole oh, hair just crack. Got goosebumps. Yeah, the, the <laughs> hair whip that you can hear throughout the whole building leading into the finish. It's a fantastic match. The kick out after Bianca hits the 450 and then find the only thing I will say, the only nitpick I have about this match is Michael Cole ruining the call of the finish, saying that Sasha Banks kicks out of the KOD and Corey Graves has to be like, no, Bianca is the champion. Yeah. Fix that in post at some point if you could. Otherwise, this is like really it, it's one of the best WWE moments that they've had in the last I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, go back even further than that. I don't know. This is, this is really, really great. This is good, good stuff. Double shoot. Double shoot. (laughs) (laughs) We had a few rough ones there at the start, and then we've had a lot of real good ones one after another. So I can appreciate that. Yeah. And we finally came to agreeing with each other. We did. We did. We did. did. Well, Tempest, this was so much fun. We, uh, two hours. This is the longest I've done a (laughs) podcast. Um, but I couldn't have done a supersized WrestleMania go home show, uh, without you. I will ask if you were able to hop on a, hop in a time machine and experience a WrestleMania, what would it be? I mean, I think for something like the Austin pop, I would probably have to say WrestleMania 17, like for that, for the Austin music hitting as he comes through and he goes and has an amazing main event match. You get to see TLC two with the Mm -hmm. edge spearing Jeff Hardy thing. You get Linda McMahon standing up out of her seat and the pop that that gets there's a lot of really, really, really great moments on that show. I would probably have to say that because that is just like, it's the best WrestleMania in my opinion. I would be remiss if I didn't say I would want to see that one live. But there are a few others in contention for sure. Like 31 would have been really cool. See the heist of the century live, something oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> After that, they do get a little bit too long for my taste. That being said, I might go with 33 so that I can see the Hardys come back live because – I love the Hardys and seeing Dude. them live would just be absolutely next lot next level. That was my first WrestleMania. I went uh. in as a fan. Oh God. And I was at the ring of honor show the night before when they oh had that ladder God. match with the young One of my bucks. Favorite matches of all oh, time. God, it was so, so, so good. Uh, that match was so great. And then the next day, uh, I went with a couple friends and the next day we went into WrestleMania and we sat down and it was after the pre-show had happened and they're gearing up to start the main show. And we scroll through Instagram and we see the Instagram swerve of Matt Hardy with the family at the airport. And he's like, all right, mm-hmm. bye. See you later. Had a good weekend. And I remember showing it to my to my friends and they're like, oh, that's cool. He's going back home. That was a great match. OK, whatever. Bye. <laughs> back to WrestleMania 33. And then that moment 
when the new day came out i was gonna be happy if it was a new day i was like oh okay sweet they're gonna have they're gonna have a match and then the hardys dude i have never felt a stadium a building shake like that the way that it did like you can f- see the the seats vibrating dude it was awesome uh, my best my best friend and i like my best friend every year since like jeff hardy left in 09 would say like this is the year he's coming back like he would always predict that jeff hardy was going to win the royal rumble and i'd be like he's literally the tna heavyweight champion like he's not going to be in the royal rumble <laughs> and he's like nope he's going to be in the royal rumble this year this is the year and finally like we kind of i kind of figured that maybe something was up like they lost the ring of honor tag titles and i was like maybe this is gonna happen and as soon as the new day music hit we like grabbed each other and we were like it's happening oh my god it's happening and sure enough it happened and we blew the roof off of (laughs) my house just (laughs) screaming the top of our lungs just holding each other and just being like oh my god it finally happened so to see that live particularly if i could bring him in the time machine with me i might Mm -hmm. go with that one I'll allow it. You can bring him with you in the time machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very gracious of you. I, th- I thank you. I thank you oh, you're queen. welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. But thank you for joining me. This was so much fun. You are amazing. And I always have such a great time. It's always a pleasure to work with you, sir. <laughs> I, I thank you very much for having me on. This was a ton of fun. There is no one that I would rather get hyped for WrestleMania talking some fun wrestling with than you. I've been very much missing these kind of collabs ever since, you know, Quizzlemania went by the wayside. So to to have a nice two hour long chat just about great wrestling and and everything has just film, filled my heart with warmth. Yeah, I miss collabing on Quizzlemania. I don't miss Quizzlemania. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do miss it. I miss having fun. I don't miss the stress that comes with Quizzlemania. Yeah. Anywho, tell the people where they can find you. Tell them where they can watch your beautiful face. Well, of course, you can't see the, the beautiful face. It is That is your face. But regardless, yeah, this that is my is face. That is your face. What, what mask? <laughs> this is my face. Yes, of course, you can find me on Twitter at TempestWT, as you can see on the screen here. You can also follow me on Instagram at Tempest Likes Wrestling, as well as my, I guess, YouTube channel. I haven't posted there for a while, but maybe I'll get back around to that eventually at tempest likes wrestling on youtube and of course for all of my regular day-to-day activities you can follow me or subscribe to all of our channels here the wrestle talk universe that being wrestle talk wrestle talk podcast parts fun known and if you like board games no rules barred there's plenty of fun stuff coming very 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 soon in fact you can uh, check it all out. Make sure, of course, you're subscribed to Parts Fun Known. That's probably the one that's uh, nearest and dearest to my heart. All of them, subscribe to all of them, but really Parts Fun Known. We got new survival series coming soon. We got new shows and new everything coming very, very soon. Make, make sure that you're subscribed by May because we're getting a new studio and we're going to have a lot of projects coming out. And it is a very exciting time. Yeah, everyone go subscribe. And hopefully yeah. I would love to make my way out there and hang out with you guys. Please play some board do. Games. I know. Oh, oh, we'll play like wrestling board game stuff, maybe. Uh, yes, we'll please. I'll bring my back to the future board game that I have. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be so much fun. We could play Twister. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> and we can snack on jammy Dodgers. 
Exactly. Or you and I will sit in a corner in front of a TV and just play banjo and kazooie. Yes. I I think we have (laughs) just decided what we're going to do. Jammy Dodgers and banjo kazooie. Let's do it. Yep. You are the banjo to my kazooie. Oh. Boom. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. See oh, you later. Right. <laughs>